0: If you are a Braveheart, the next hour is just for you. Welcome to Bravehearts Radio with Brian Reinbold. In this program, you'll learn who the Bravehearts are and connect with them to help change the world. By doing so, you'll be changed for the better. Now, here's your host, Brian Reinbold.
1: Welcome, Bravehearts. You're listening to Bravehearts Radio. I'm your host, Brian Reinbold, and I am the mission specialist because, you know, I don't fly the rockets. I... Just to help make sure the trip gets accomplished. You know, if you're if you're watching us on uh, on the uh, on the on the live uh, video version of this, um, I know mean, it's not live anymore. But uh, if you're watching us, you, you see in the background I have my my new Lego Saturn V model rocket, uh, yeah. nineteen hundred and sixty nine pieces. I got that for Christmas, and uh, you know Benjamin Warszynski was on the show uh, at the end of November, and he's a certified Lego play instructor. And uh, I thought, oh, my God, you know, when I found that out, I said, we got to talk, you know, because I have this idea when you have more fun, you get more done. Yeah. And um, so, you know, that I think that's a heck of a segue into my my guest today, Anna Devere. Uh, you know, when I, when I think of Anna, I think when you have more fun, you get more done. And uh, welcome back to the show, Anna.
0: Thank you. I like to have fun every day, as you know. and We've been uh Kicking butt and taking names. I don't know if you realize that with our with our show. Oh um, yeah, we did great this year. Yeah, we had so much fun, and yet yeah. we managed to win a couple of awards for education and social good. Mm. So apparently, having fun can pay off in in being a smarty pants too.
1: So well, that yeah, and you know, when when we talk about have more fun, get more done, we're talking about celebrating every day, and we're talking about the National Day Radio or National Day Calendar Radio. Uh, station and the national day calendar radio podcast, you know, some of these great adventures that you're in. So a couple of awards. Tell me about that. Yeah. Yeah.
0: It came out of the blue. They're called the Davy awards. Um, Uh I'm just proud that they found us and that's in the category of social good. So they must think our content has some merit, right. For promoting social good and then education, you know, we basically tell a bit of the trivia behind the national days every day, And uh, we make it a lot of fun. I mean, we find things that are so crazy. Oh, and and I'm proud of that because it's lesser known facts. And so, but people manage to think that's fun and funny. So,
1: yeah, I know, you know, there's, uh, somebody suggested a, uh a, a new national day or national month uh the the, the other day and i she said you know if you get some in with the, and I said i said i the way I understand is they get a, a new request every six seconds uh so for a crazy. new national day something like that but uh, this this one was a uh, national uh nonprofit board member day and I thought that's I could get specific. behind that you well, know that's
0: very specific, but yeah i I agree that, that we love nonprofits over at national yeah. day and um. yeah, I mean, yeah, that followed under the category of social good. So I'm all on board with that.
1: Absolutely. You know, I've spent most of my career working with nonprofits. Um, and, you know, some of them, they, they decided to be that, uh, you know, and then some they just that's the way they just wound up. I've, I've been in business for myself. And, uh, you know, I know that second category, you know, it's like, uh, I, I, you know, are you a nonprofit? I am, but it wasn't the way I designed this thing. It's just, that's the way it turned out. Yeah. Uh, a lot of entrepreneurs have that experience, but uh, you know, we're talking about the not-for-profit, the charitable, and the foundation segment. And uh, that's a, that's a great um, area to be involved.
0: I love it. I, I, I feel like that's kind of our, um, that's our strength as well. I mean, I, I, I helped uh, Pancreatic World Pancreatic Cancer Awareness Day. I actually wrote a commercial and a script for some um, research scientists up in Canada that are just moving the needle towards, you know, helping that cause. It's very yeah. specific, but I was really proud of that work because… Yeah. You know, pancreatic cancer has a, a, dis, a an abysmal rate of survival.
1: Oh, really yeah. bad. It's, it, it, and it's and it's quick too. You know, it's uh,
0: quick and it and that hasn't changed in 40 years. So wow. I was really proud to kind of highlight that. Of course, we talked about Alex Trebek.
1: Mm-hmm. Tried
0: to tried to have some fun with it, and yeah. believe it or not. And, um, yeah, yeah, I was really proud of that.
1: <laughs> yeah. Try, try, believe it or not. Tried to have some fun. That's, I mean, I'll tell
0: you what. Have now. some fun. Well, you do yeah. great work with Bravehearts and Bravehearts for yeah. kids. and You know, I, I think that at, the, at its core, kids like to have fun. Yeah. And, and there's, there's power in, in, of course, in healing through fun and laughter. And, you know, right. and I'm, I'm sure your charitable events are great.
1: Well, we, you know, we, we have the saying, uh, when you have more fun, you get more done. And, um that's, that's something that, you know, getting involved with, uh, with Benjamin and the Legos and what he calls the bricks and brands network, you know, um, and that's, a, it's a, it's a, it's just a really nice community to, um, uh, to get to know and, and to, uh, do some work in, but the idea when you have more fun, you get more done. I, I, I really believe that I, I had, I had three goals when we started Bravehearts Radio and, um, uh, you know, for the, for the first couple of years. And we've been doing this a little over two years now. Um, when we started the, the, the goals were, uh, be grateful, have fun and get good at it. Mm. And, and I do, I I do a lot of, uh, work as a, I do some work as a coach life purpose coach, and I do some work as a consultant, you know, working with other charities, um, you know, found as you know, the idea of being the mission specialist. I've been doing that my whole life. Yeah. You know, and this <laughs> this idea this, this is what's your formula? Well, it's pretty simple. Be grateful, have fun, and get good at it. And and that's that breaks down kind of like gratitude is the beginning of all good things. So start mm-hmm. with gratitude. Um, have fun. When you when you have fun, you get more done. Um, yeah. and it it goes back to that um that uh, that thought from Howard Thurman. I know we've shared that, that idea. Um, we spend all of our lives waiting and listening for this, the voice of the genuine within us. And when mm-hmm. we, if we cannot hear that uh, voice, we spend all of our days at the ends of strings that someone else pulls and, wow. and um you know that's that's have have more fun, get more done, and then the last one is is get good at it. And it's it it's um, the admonishment I, I have there. And I do this for myself too. I beat, beat myself up uh, more than anybody. But uh, um, uh, get good at it, and that that is simply a matter of under promise and over deliver. Do that for yourself. Do that for other people. But it's like, I, you know, I, I know it's like, okay, we're, you know, we, we, we are going to have, uh, you know, we're going to be at Machu Picchu in March. We're going to be at Tanganyika next year. Then we're going to the Himalayas. And then people say, what's after that? And they say, space, the final <laughs> frontier. And I mean, you know, it's like by 2024, we can't be, you know, re- really, really. I, I guess we can be thinking about going into space but you know from from a more realistic uh say earthbound uh, standpoint you know being successful with the Machu Picchu trip and then uh being successful with uh getting something organized for so for some of these others um uh I tend to um I, I talked to somebody this morning about uh, being an entrepreneur, and and she was saying, you know, one of the things about being an entrepreneur is, is we tend to um, accelerate our timeline. We think we can get more done in the <laughs> short. You know, it's like, uh, but if you have more fun, you will get more done. So, I, <laughs> that that's a pretty good ramble there. So, um,
0: oh, I agree with all of the above. <laughs> I'm just trying to figure out how to get into the brand bricks club because I played with Legos as a kid, and I got to tell you, I. I think that those early days this is before they had the kit right before they gave you all yeah. The- oh yeah and I would just take all the Legos dump them on the floor every Saturday and build yeah. something yeah. out of it usually yeah. I'll just- do you know that as a kid I did that all my childhood uh, and I scored really high in aptitude for engineering and architecture and yeah I thinking, yeah, I oh, think yeah. something to that play is really important and I I've watched documentaries on those Lego guys. They've really got it down. They really yeah,
1: do. That is that is amazing. You know, we we had the same kind of Lego set. You know, and it's like you had to imagine that you had an airplane. You weren't. You know, it's like two long pieces. You cross them. I have an airplane. Right. You know, so there was.
0: Here's my <laughs> <laughs> I know. I agree. I agree. Yeah. We're very. I mean, we also took. But do you remember when, you don't remember this maybe, because I know your mom's a bit older than my mom, but when uh-huh. pantyhose came in an egg, you know, like a legs egg. Oh, I remember
1: legs, yeah. yeah okay, well, yeah. we would
0: take those domes and turn them into like the landscape from Star Wars Tatooine mm-hmm. or wherever that snow. I mean, we oh, did yeah, yeah, everything yeah. with garbage and cast off and yeah. even when our Legos weren't, you know, wow, supplying. All, there's no mystery now. They're they're so exacting. Mm-hmm. I, I do want to look at your your Lego kit back there.
1: Oh, Saturn Five. Yeah. yeah, it's you know, I, I, you, it, when you, when you <laughs> said Tatooine, the ice planet, isn't it Hoth? Uh, oh yeah, I,
0: yeah. Correct my Star Wars, you uh, know. Uh, yeah.
1: I'd, I'd like Star Wars planets for three hundred, Anna. Um, yeah. I to My brothers,
0: my brothers. <laughs> okay. We played a game called Guys, okay, and uh-huh. basically, yeah. it was my old, my brother, and then my little brother and I, and we were basically trying to get my little brother to come over to our team. So, yeah, I yeah. I made the attempt with the pantyhose eggs to make, and obviously, there's a gap in my Star Wars knowledge, but I had the easy bake oven. So, I won every time <laughs> I get my, my guys have an <laughs> easy bake oven. So, oh. forget your ice planet, you know. <laughs>
1: yeah, for, yeah, forget about that. So, yeah, my the, guys uh, eat well okay, all the time. So, the, uh, you know, with, you know, without you uh, know, without reaching for this and pulling my headset out of the microphone and really making a mess of things, um, you know, I've got the uh, the Saturn V rocket. It's got over 300 steps. You know, so the 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 the, uh, the instructions is a book. I know know, it's like 300 pages, and it's 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 really 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 well done. So
0: not one brick at a time. I mean, step one has like 15 parts. Yeah, connect.
1: Well, it's 1969 parts. You know, which I suppose is done to correspond to the uh, to the year uh, 1969 (laughs) that they that they went to the moon, came back. You know, and and what's what's really remarkable to me when when you think about it is that you know this year at the end of this year it will be 50 years since we've had someone on the moon
0: the end of this i thought our 50 year anniversary happened in 2019
1: no that was 50 years when they when they went the first time
0: oh 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 i got you okay yeah
1: Yeah, so the the last (laughs) gene cernan i think was was um was one of the last two astronauts on the moon in yeah. December of 72, if, if I remember that right. And, wow. wow. You know, and, and I, I had a quote from him on my refrigerator for years. Really? And there was something that he, you know, it's like he's, uh, I, I probably won't get it quite right here, but it's something along, along the lines of, um, uh, There I was, uh, and there you were, looking at the earth. Uh, and, it, and it was all too beautiful, too perfect. There was nothing in our science to explain this. You know, and, um, and it's like um, uh, there has to be some greater power, something bigger than you and something bigger than me. Um, and I mean this in a spiritual sense, not in a religious sense, not in the sense of the religions that we create to run our lives and that was that. that that was the part of it that that's like you know it's, it, it was gene cernan um who was from chicagoland the, the um, um you know the quote was something along that lines but i think mm-hmm. that's essentially the spirit of it and it's the idea I, i've come to understand this this uh, this sense of of um uh spirituality uh, versus religion mm-hmm. as something that uh, when we talk about that voice, of the voice of the divine, you know, the, the voice of the genuine, that um, if you cannot hear it, you will spend all of your days at the ends of strings that someone else pulls.
0: Well, so you know, I have a song about that. <laughs> you know, I have a, everything we just talked about. You just talked about it. I have a song about the moon and time travel where I'm imagining myself talking to Neil Armstrong it's called Interstellar, and it's about being connected to heroes that have gone before you. But in some strange way, every time I look at the moon, I can imagine that I'm having a conversation with you yeah or X Y Z astronaut. Yeah. And our good friend Michelle Lucas, I've told you about um, mm-hmm. higher orbits. She's now working with Origins Blue Origins. Yeah. So and yep, then the Club of the Future, so kids can send postcards to space. And I'm nice. thinking. Yeah. Oh, there's a perfect storm brewing right here, right? Because Michelle and I are friends. We've talked about my song um, and we support each other. Um, and it's really about stoking the imagination. I agree with you. The imagination is a spiritual aspect and it is part of creation. Yeah. Everything, everything happens in the mind. First, before in your mind, and then once before your eyes. So yeah, yeah. the miracle. Whatever. Yeah, the so
1: creation takes place twice in the mind, yes. and then as you do it, right? Um, yeah. Well, so the um, uh, the the song, um, you know, I I I talked to our our, our friend Marlo um, the um, uh, about the National uh, Bravehearts Day, uh, April twenty eighth. Okay. And um and you know, promoting that on the National Day calendar. And you know what he said? He said, he said, you should take over the station that day. He oh. said, uh, you know, create a playlist and uh yeah. you know, get and I think that'd be a great part of it. Interstellar interstellar or inner interstellar.
0: Yeah. Interstellar. interstellar. And it was not to that movie that was made with Matthew McConaughey when yeah. he goes off into a wormhole and then comes back to save the planet. I feel like that's my theory is that we can stay connected to our heroes in this imagination space. That was a very spiritual movie. About a father and a
1: daughter.
0: And I had lost my dad at the time that that came out. I felt like it was just fully apropos. I, my dad still lives in my memories, part of my daily thoughts and and here's what I love about the song that I wrote about Neil Armstrong. My parents were 18 and 20 when that event happened. Okay. Wow. What? And they're watching it in real time. And I am in my mom's belly. I came yeah. out a few months okay. after. Okay. Yeah. So that's the time when these young kids are their most optimistic. And I'm formed out of that optimism wow. at that precise yeah. moment when every, the whole world's looking up. Yeah. And I thought there was never a better moment for me to be, wow, you know, a bun in the oven. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah the easy, not the, that wasn't the easy bake oven, but
0: uh, yeah. <laughs> there was nothing <laughs> easy about that. And they were kids. I mean, oh my goodness. And they decided to have me, which is a very difficult
1: Yeah. Thing. Well, in you know, in, uh, I, I remember that, I remember that day in uh, July 1969. And we, we came back from climbing the tree. There was a special tree. It was across from the bubble. The bubble was the field house at Valley City State College yep. back in those days. And and across the street there was some tennis courts. And and near the, there was this immense tree. I don't know if it was an oak or, but it, but it branched out in different ways. It was a perfect climbing tree wow. for kids. Yep. We it, it's like that was our fort in the summertime. You know, we would go. It was a couple of blocks from the house. So it was almost like being across town in your den. And so we got we got home, and and my dad said. They landed on the moon. And they're like, oh, cool. You know, and <laughs> it was like we didn't, you know, we didn't have like wall-to-wall um coverage of things like that. And yeah. I think, you know, we have for our space uh uh you know, our space consumption, we had uh, we had lost in space. Love, and, love and, and, and I don't think we got to watch Star Trek. Star Trek was probably a little bit too PG for us at that point. You know, so I don't, I don't think we, I, I caught up with Star Trek until a few years later, probably. But, yeah. you know, I'm thinking, I'm thinking interstellar and, um, you know, Adrian Jacobs with the brave hearts band out of, yeah. uh, out of Bismarck band. And they've got some stuff. Marlow specifically said, let's do that. And there was a song that, that popped up for me recently. It was, um, bruce springsteen's Backstreets. do you, mm. you, you remember that one and there's, um, I uh, I there's um, know uh there's a, there's a line in it where we where he says remember all the movies terry we'd go see trying to learn how to walk like the heroes we thought we had to be and oh, um and it's like yeah that's the the um so I don't know when that when that took place. That must have been in the sixties too, probably, you know, because yeah, he, he would have like been it. A teen, teenager then, you know. So
0: who would have been a teenager in the sixties?
1: Bruce. Oh, the Bruce. boss. Yeah. The boss. The bo- the, okay. the boss. <laughs> <laughs>
0: I really dated myself by saying I was born in sixty nine, but here we go. Yeah. Kidding,
1: well, and I, I said I was long. ten, you know. So, you know, I, I've come up with a solution for that, though, Anna. You here is how it works. Um, and I got the, I got to attribute this to George Carlin. Um, and one of
0: my uh, favorite people in the world. Yeah, yeah.
1: and uh, he, you know, I think God, who's he? Was he being was, uh, Bill Maher was interviewing him? I think, and um, he he's, he said you are seventy eight years old, and, and Carlin says, yeah, but that's twenty three Celsius. <laughs> so I, I, I th- you I know, know I came up, I came, I came up with, hey, I'm 17 Celsius, and, and and you know, somebody on one of these Zoom calls, she, I think she's an accountant. She said, hey, so you're 62.6. Like, well, no, wow. 17 <laughs> Celsius. Yeah, just, wow. uh, yeah. Don't get me started on wind chill. Um, nice.
0: so- <laughs>
1: So what did, what did I say? We were gonna do like nine minutes in the opening segment? Uh, I think we did a pretty good job with that we got 19 in at this point. Um, yeah. so, <laughs> you know what we can do it We can we can do what we want to do. because um, I remember when uh, when I started the show uh, Winst- I, I asked Winston um, Winston Price the, my producer he, I said, I said, can I do this? can i do that can i do that he's like it's your show you can do what you want to do you know so right.
0: he's keeping track of that yeah yeah like I'm, and I'm, I'm thinking
1: we you know um we're we're in that we're, we're kind of in the in the stretch run of things um well,
0: I, I mean is that what you're saying what? Got, you, did, are, do you have senioritis you know when you're a senior in high school and you just go do what i want
1: yeah, skip days no, no i've been do, i've been doing plenty of skip days the last few weeks you know it's like well, oh let's see monday i got a show no uh, i think i'm gonna have them run an encore so i've got some really good shows that i've run as encores recently mm. um cool. but we've we've got um we've got uh, this show for the 17th of january 2022 and we've got one next week and then uh, we're we're going to be uh, on hiatus i i guess is the best way to say it for for the work with uh, with Voice America, and uh, I I have absolutely loved uh, working with these guys. Uh, Winston, uh, my producer, has been uh, well. He's been a guest a couple times on the show, and he's he's a he's just yeah. a he's just a terrific guy to keep in touch with. Um, uh, Matt, uh, usually you remember Matt, you know when, when we had the live show, and and Matt's uh, giving us the countdown, and in and, our ears. and he's yeah. yeah she, she, testing our sound. And,
0: and, uh, you know,
1: I've got my microphone about 18 inches away today, which I, the way I have it set up now, it's, it's, you know, it's more for my, uh, my zoom calls that I do all the time. Yeah. And as a lot of people would say, can you do, could you get a bigger microphone? Cause I'd have the microphone in front of me is as big as my head, mm. you know, in the, in the picture. So, um, Your
0: lighting looks great too. I have to say, I'm looking at my lighting and going, wow, I've got the it's Like, I've got the Vaseline over the camera, it's kind of <laughs> yeah. <that's,
1: laughs> I um, like it, yeah. That was who did who's Joan Collins used to do that, you know? <laughs> you uh, secret,
0: yeah, right? That, that was, know.
1: yeah. I she was a guest on uh on the original Star Trek one time, and and uh they had they had uh you know the Joan the,
0: Collins, the, the, did you see Joan say
1: it? Collins? Yeah, oh, Joan. I think it was Joan I Collins. Would, I, I would
0: pay money to see Joan Collins on Star
1: Trek. Our, on Star Trek, yeah, she was. Uh, she must have been one of Captain Kirk's uh, uh, girlfriends. Uh, yes, you know, one of the there. many. One, yeah. It, um, you know, that, it's all um, about
0: for the girls on that show. It's all about the outfits, and I'm a costume designer, so yeah, I'm fascinated by what passed muster. You know, like. They Day just had a glow. budget.
1: They, I mean, they had a low oh. budget for material. I think that okay. was it. <laughs> I'm
0: not, not gonna, but I'm just saying. Where all that fake fur that they used—that was—that was, oh, that was they, a real hot commodity. Fake they? fur skirts and boots, and yeah, it's like every time you go to a different weird planet, they've got some weird.
1: Oh yeah, they yeah. Pur,
0: right. You know, from the purple woolly mammoths they have on that planet or whatever. <laughs> yeah. I, it's, it's just remarkable. I'm trying to imagine what Young Collins would have said yes to. Probably yeah.
1: anything. well, the, you know, the then the, and then Star Trek they had the Prime Directive. You know, that was yes. not not to, not interfere. You know, and yeah. um, I think that was what the Prime Directive was. So, <laughs> um,
0: which Captain Kirk took? You know pretty took a lot of liberties with that for not
1: maybe. interfering yeah, yeah uh, uh, define interference you know um <laughs> but yeah that's that's right yeah it's like we okay we got we got these two uh, we're going to help this group uh, the other group doesn't like that you know is that interference? I, uh, I don't
0: know but every planet needs a ladies man so good on him Had a great run <laughs>
1: Yeah. Well then they had, you know, then they've they've had uh they've had the lady captains on Star Trek too, you know. So Love
0: all the um, next generation absolutely yeah. brought it PC, but there's something timeless. Yeah. I watched, I actually watched uh Captain Kirk. I actually watched uh William Shatner go up in the Blue Origins, had that space oh, experience yeah.
1: okay. with yeah. Jeff
0: Bezos. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Oh. Nice.
1: yeah. And he great. gets
0: and he has that moment that you described where he comes down to Earth and tries to describe it, and he's tear—he's full of tears. Yeah. And, and it's so—it it—it yeah. it does choke you up a little because you recognize that was an experience.
1: So he actually landed. Uh, he, they didn't beam him down.
0: <laughs> no, no. A lot of people can't really fathom like why it's so remarkable to go up for ten minutes and come back down. Number one, yeah. he's in his nineties. Can you imagine? Yeah. Yeah. I don't even like to fly on an airplane anymore, and you know I'm
1: so well, there's uh, somebody else went, went up there's somebody uh well i mean uh, it's getting to be more uh more of a regular thing somebody famous goes up um yeah it's um, a big deal who, who was it recently that uh uh was the kind of the kind of the big deal well but you know we're we're gonna be we're in line you know so um
0: uh, i'm in line i'm saving up yeah i'm not sure if i want the the uh virgin galactic or or the blue Origin experience but i might be a little closer to you know my friend over there that's working with him on the yeah.
1: uh Club well the yeah and, and you know I, I still haven't connected with michelle so um that's uh that's on my list again you know,
0: she's hard to nail down she's a mover yeah. and shaker and she mm-hmm. literally makes things happen that you and i i it would take me a lifetime to kind of achieve everything else. yeah that's right yeah. Off for 10 years and runs Nonprofit non-profit uh space inspired camp for kids yeah came from uh Chai Town, came from the south side of chicago which now i really appreciate like yeah. that's a big. Deal. yeah isn't
1: that yeah that. Mm-hmm. yeah had some friends from the south side of chicago you when know, i was in college and i you know went went came back and visited uh when i first started coming to chicago i'd visit uh yeah. mickey and charles and and uh uh, go, you know, go to go to the neighborhood and Mickey and I are driving on around the neighborhood. And there's a, there's a bunch of young guys in a parking lot. Uh, um, and uh, they 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 they, they recognized him and oh. they didn't know me. Uh, but I was the only white face in the neighborhood at that okay. point. you know, And, they, and so they're, they're yelling at him. Who's the cop? I'm like, <laughs> wouldn't that that's a, that'd be a clever move. Send it, you know, send me in there as the undercover guy, you know, in south side <laughs> of Chicago. Oh, yeah. yeah.
0: You would definitely read cop to me it's a short I've, haircut.
1: I've been yeah, I've been told I look like a cop, but uh I don't know, maybe I, I I don't want to get into donut stereotypes
0: um, no I was going to say knowing you I don't i no, I,
1: know I mean and I love Jim Gaffigan's take on that he says he says uh, what is it about the what is it about the, the the stereotype of cops liking donuts he says because you know who else likes donuts absolutely everyone. <laughs> <laughs> yeah you know, it's like well there's a stereotype for you that that, that works you know and there's there's uh, anyway so um he yeah was there's great. a lot, lot of he's that going like, on
0: he's one of my favorite comics I and say. Yeah,
1: he and uh, brian regan is is a is a is is a hoot um we saw it's been t- uh 10 years since we've seen him in uh ma- in madison hard to believe okay. it was, uh, uh, he was in Madison. One of the things I remember most about him is that he he had this routine about uh, you know playing baseball and then you got a snow cone uh, mm-hmm. when you played baseball and then he said uh, and then you could you, know, you could get grape you know that was my favorite but but cherry that was that was my most favorite and and so the idea of of uh, you got something that's a favorite and I think I got favorite quotes and you know I've got hundreds of favorite quotes but then I got some yeah. I got some most favorite. You know, there's okay. some that are most, most favorite. And then it's like, uh, how many mosts can you have in there? You know, until you get to, I, I, I set the limit at four. So the ultimate quote for me is a foremost favorite quote. Oh, mm-hmm. so which one is that? I don't know. That might have to be on a rotating schedule, but I, I kind of like the ones from Howard Thurman. Uh, there's, there's one that I use all the time. It's, it's uh, gratitude is the beginning of all good things. Mm. Uh, there's, there's one, you uh, a, a, a doing good anywhere does good everywhere. I don't know where that comes from. I've, I've looked for an attribution on that. And I, I, I'm thinking it's, it, it, it just kind of rings a bell to me that it's from the book abundance. Um, but uh, I just uh, I I try to try to try to find it on Peter Diamandis and Stephen Kotlin. try to try to attribute it to them I can't find it if Google doesn't know it's not known
0: (laughs) Not in the known <laughs> Google universe.
1: Yeah, it's not. You know that because usually you set, you ask you ask a question. Oh. It's like, well, here's 1.8 million answers in 0. 0.43 seconds. Like, wow! Right. I wouldn't. I wouldn't want to go up against them on Jeopardy. Google buzzes in. Okay, and Google, uh, what is the answer? Who's so, got all the answers. Well, I mean well of course the in jeopardy is what's the question? So
0: right. That's um, the only way it could fail is if it didn't pick up on the format.
1: Yeah. so so the song interstellar, and mm-hmm. I know you've done some other songs, and uh, yeah, yeah. So tell, tell let's, let's let's hear a little bit about uh, some of the other work that you've done, like music videos, any of that. Uh,
0: wow. On? So I just discovered this phenomenon of NFTs. Are you familiar with an NFT? NFT. So um, it's non. It's me. a non fungible token. It's kind of. It's been out there a while. It's these piece. It's these. It's these items, and it can be really any any item that people find valuable in the non-tangible universe. So this is really very interstellar, but Uh um, yeah, it's it's things that people will go online and bid for that they will never actually be able to hold. So there's value in owning a piece of intellectual property that you really don't, you can't physically put it on your wall or put it in your tape player, but there are music videos in that vein. And the whole idea is really to kind of put more money in the pocket of the artist. Cool. So, yeah, yeah, and I'm interested because, of course, I own my own songs. Um, yeah. I've been writing songs all my life. Um, I've worked with some great performers. I worked with Gladys Knight for about six years, and we, I
1: yeah. sang
0: gospel with Gladys and, um, and also got to work with her, um, her uh, arranger and pianist, uh, John Fluker. It's a mm-hmm. fluke. Wonderful guy. Does his own, yeah, has his own label and and uh, but anyway, back to this NFT business. I'm so interested in in something as kooky as Interstellar that yeah talks about time travel, which I love. Yeah, um, I'm I'm really interested in producing that because it's where the kids live. You know, my kid yeah. buys things on in her video game worlds and and they own these things. And when I told her I was going to produce an NFT this year, she's like, "All right, now you're yeah. speaking my language." Like. It's, it's good. It's been out a while. Yeah, Not wow. brand, brand new, but to you and I, it's brand new.
1: Yeah.
0: And I actually have a shot at it through, um, yeah, a production company called Tangerine Orchid. So they like Interstellar. They like another song, a love song I wrote about time travel. Mm-hmm. It's called The Time Bender's Wife. And it is about people that come back into your life over different decades. And I, I love that one. That one's like postcards from the future and the past and what do I do with this person? I can't seem to shake.
1: That sounds like the, you know, there was, um, uh, there was a movie called cloud Atlas that, that was, yes. uh, that was pretty cool. Uh, but yeah. there was another one that, uh, recent, oh my gosh, it was, it was something similar to that where, uh, the guy became a tree at the oh. end or something. Do you know which one I I'm talking I, about? I do. I think Spoiler I know. Spoiler alert. I
0: mean. Um, but, <laughs> I have to watch the three hour movie it becomes a tree. Yeah.
1: But he's like, he's like a, a conquistador. And, yes. Uh, yeah. And, and, and that was
0: with Hugh, Hugh Jackman. And yeah, yeah.
1: Yeah. Yeah. And yeah I can't, yeah, I'll think
0: of it. Man, I didn't yeah. know we were going to play trivia or I would have just like that. One uh, yeah. Four. We're on um,
1: you know, um, Hugh Jackman movies for four. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I'm
0: going to win um, any money this round, but. okay. Yeah. You know, but I love time travel, and I think time travel themes are yeah. cool, and I've uh, been fascinated since I was a kid, And yeah, um, right. but here's what's interesting. You know, I hang out with astrophysicists, and I hang out with people, thought leaders and all kinds of, like yeah. you, I'm a yeah. mission specialist. I like to mm-hmm. hang out with these people. a fly on the wall, and I was in one of these little symposiums, they call them. It's a very nice, you know, word for yeah. more people on a Zoom call than you can stick <laughs> <see> at. It's <laughs> a sort of symposium. And they, uh-huh. and they were talking about, you know, how will it be to go to Mars? And these yeah. are people that are probably going to be involved in getting us there. And mm-hmm. do you know what the conversation devolved into? How will we live without our hot cocoa mix? Because we can't bring much yeah. with us on the yeah. journey. So they were all talking about this, but I got to thinking, well, that's how people felt when they left the old world and came here. Yeah. like. How will we not have our figgy pudding at Christmas? And it's yeah. it yeah. yeah. like, oh, and it gets to you, right? Those little right. little creature comforts. So I just thought it was really funny that all these smart people were just trying to figure out.
1: I, you know, I, somehow I remember this. kind. Of, I think you and I had the conversation um, probably. about this at, at, at one time a while back. You know, we've known each other less than a year.
0: Is that right? I think so. It like we've yeah. traveled a long distance, my friend. It but seems we were... like
1: we've been in, in time uh, for, together for longer than that. So I think um, so.
0: I think I remember but, uh, I remember when I met you and it was through um our friend Marlo Marlo,
1: yeah, yeah.
0: I said, Well, where have you been hiding this guy? Like this is my people, and you you knew this guy all along and you didn't introduce me to Brian and Sherry and friends, like
1: Yeah, yeah. Well what and, were you, you thinking? Know, and he, he I know he was afraid I would just steal you away, you
0: know. Maybe so. <laughs> <laughs> well here, here's what I, here's what I said to Marlo, because you know, you and I speak the kooky language of personal development term. Right. I mean we yeah. really I yeah. do believe in gratitude and I believe in faith precedes the miracle yeah. and all that spiritualist stuff because I've seen it work. And I said that to Marlo one time because he's a huge Star Trek fan. I yeah. said, you and I are not that different. I just you 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 believe in Star Trek and I just believe all that stuff's possible. Yeah. Yeah. Telepathic, yeah. you know, like Deanna Troy. Healing people with their telepathic powers, and I'm yeah. like, oh yeah, I get all that energy work. I'm, yeah. I'm that kind of person.
1: Yeah, it's epigenetics. All you know, the idea of uh, you know the uh, DNA. We can we cannot change. Well, at this point, we cannot with our minds change the DNA itself, but we can change the DNA expression, the gene expression. Mm-hmm. So we can yeah. change what it means, what it you know mm-hmm. where it goes, and how we develop from that. Um, you know,
0: have you read much of Bruce Lipton when you talk about it? I'm thinking of
1: Bruce Lipton. Yeah. So yeah. epigenetics. And-
0: totally fascinating. Because what Bruce did, uh, and he was a cellular biologist for anybody mm-hmm. that doesn't know this, and he taught in med schools, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. Prominent in his field, cellular biologist. And he started realizing that if you take the same stem cells and mm-hmm. place them in different mediums, different petri dishes, mm-hmm. you grow different cells based on what they're growing in, the medium. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. So okay. it's not so much, it was more about the environment oh. the cell grew. And that's where epi on top yeah. of outside of
1: epi, came yeah. from Okay.
0: that it had more to do with the outside factors than the DNA in the middle. Wow. Yeah. yeah.
1: You know, and Bruce Lipton. Yeah. I mm-hmm. haven't had him on the show. Uh, he's, he's on the list
0: i like to meet that guy. He went um, out further yeah. from there, obviously, and developed it into more of a spiritual principle yeah. relating to, you know, our minds are more powerful than we think. Yeah. And that's why he well, kind of went out on a limb that way.
1: There's, but. there's, a, you know, I, they're part of a, a presentation that I do, and, and it's, do uh, you know, who Javier Sotomayor is? Well, I don't know that name. Javier Sotomayor, 30 years ago this year. Uh, was the first and still the only human to high jump over eight feet. Uh, Cuban athlete, uh, if you know if you watch the videos, you think eight, eight feet, that's the, that's your ceiling in most uh, normal houses. you know, he right? jumped over a bar without knocking it down. Yeah. And um, uh, Mondo, uh Duplantis, you know he's he's the world record holder in the pole vault. OK, uh, he's from Louisiana, but his mother is Swedish. So he competes for the Swedish Olympic team. And yep. um, uh, who else is? Oh, and then I guess the um, Mike Powell, I think, is the world record holder in the long jump. He broke the the Bob Beeman Mexico City Olympic record. Uh, Bob Beeman held the record from 68 to 94. And now Bob uh, Mike Powell's had it for for almost 30 years. Because
0: See, I'm, I'm almost, never going up against you on
1: trivia. Night. Almost 30 feet. Well, the reason I tell you about these eight foot high jump, um, yeah. you know, 20 foot in the pole vault, you know, you, you ask someone like Javier Sotomayor, how do you do this? It's about 90% mental.
0: I believe that.
1: It's about 90% mental. And, and so... If it's 90% mental for someone that's doing something that's that's that we look at as like, that is an incredible physical achievement. Yeah. For those of us that are that are strictly in the in the you know sitting at a desk and you know on Zoom calls and 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 stuff where we're where we're simply using our minds to express things, yeah. It, it's, it's probably more than 90% mental for us. <laughs> <laughs> i'm just saying
0: i'm just saying and i work in the singing world you know and i've worked in the singing world and that it is it's incredible how that instrument is wow i would say 99 percent mental you know you do certain things to hydrate your vocal
1: cords and oh yeah but
0: if your head's not in it like you really have to think on top of the pitch note if it's really high and all kinds of mental tricks it is it is a high percentage mental
1: uh, I know that there was uh, that, you know, when you mentioned Singing World, I'm thinking of uh, Luke Reno and Shia Luna um, from the from the goodness tour that were on uh, radio over the last, over the last month. Um, I met Luke and, uh, Benjamin Suarez. He's the, the artist part of the uh, goodness tour uh, a couple of years ago. And I reconnected with them last summer and, and they were telling me, um, Hey, we're going to be in Columbus in November. And I thought, man, if you guys are going to be in Columbus, I'm going to be in Columbus. So I went up to Columbus for a week and I spent time with them and, um, I met Shia. And uh, she is absolutely amazing. She's an actress from Los Angeles, okay. and and singer songwriter. And mm-hmm. uh, Luke, uh, um, I was already in love with him. You know, he's act uh, a singer songwriter. And the, and and Benjamin got to do some painting with him. And it, man, I just I I absolutely love the goodness tour people. And so the goodness tour was the whole month of December on Bravehearts radio, That's you know, and, uh, and, and I thought you, you would, you would love the connection with these guys. Um, and so we're going to, we're going to make that happen. And I have the feeling they're going to be able to get to celebration nation. And I'm, I'm hoping this whole group gets to join, uh, join me in, in uh, Peru uh, at the uh, Machu Picchu retreat. Oh, uh, that would be uh, that would be super cool. And uh, I, I know that's I know that's still on your on your uh, bucket list. Right. So
0: 100 percent. I want to yeah. see it. I want to yeah. see it. And I want to go when it's safe and I want to do yeah. it. Right but,
1: oh.
0: you know, but it's possible. Like I met my yeah. I met some of my singer songwriter soulmates that I didn't know. I met my tribe in Nashville, as you know, in December. By a-
1: Well, that, yeah, <laughs> I wanted to segue into that, too, The the you know, because we had talked a, a little while back about about uh you know wh- how we wound up the year and it's like man we both had real nice year-end windups
0: <laughs> yeah i told you i got like two thousand dollars in cash <laughs> and prizes from this trip that was unexpected yeah let's talk about vision boards for a second because you yeah. know that i'm all about it
1: yeah because that was I, behind I, door number two or something like that that wasn't one of the jeopardy prize things right <laughs> no
0: this is legit <laughs> like actual winnings that i don't have to claim on my taxes right yeah <laughs> so i um have this dream of singing and playing in Nashville. I have good friends there that are in the music industry. And I I always like to go to Nashville. It's music city for a reason. Um, Mm -hmm. And I had bought a poster that's from a previous Americana fest, which happens in September Mm -hmm. Americana fest. There's about 70 venues that are all around the city where people are playing live music and Americana music is, as you know, kind of roots music Um, a little bit bluegrass, a little bit country, a little bit just soulful music. Mm-hmm. And I have it on my list. So I put up this poster on an old, I said, I'm tired of, you know, not putting this up on a vision board. And the day I put it up, my friend Bob calls me and says, I've got a ticket for you. I can't use the ticket to the master class for songwriters. Mm-hmm. I want you to take this at $1,300 value. It's like, don't tell, you know, again, don't tell the IRS, but mm-hmm. I just cashed in. And yeah. Yeah. met some significant players. I met uh, Jonathan Brooke. I met um, Beth Nielsen Chapman that writes for Elton John among other greats. Wow. Uh, yeah, Gretchen Peters, Berlin Thompson, and I got something out of all of that yeah. for songwriting purposes. So Wow, yeah. yeah. And everybody was nice. You talk about doing good, all of yeah. the other fellow singer-songwriters were nice. They were people I want to meet again, people I want to podcast with. So I think that was – I'm grateful for the, that connection more than anything else. And somebody gave me a guitar. That was crazy. Wow. And they said, you should play guitar. Here's a Martin guitar, probably a $600 guitar. Is that an a, um, uh, acoustic guitar?
1: Yeah. An okay. acoustic – yep,
0: an acoustic I have, guitar. I have, and, an, yeah. I have
1: an acoustic guitar over there in the corner. I see that it looks electric. That, to me. That, that that one's an electric guitar. There's one in a case that you it, it's oh, just okay. Back I'm there, start putting uh, all the. Things but it's a beautiful back there. guitar, and actually, I I think I have a, in the you know there's there's like a you know how to play the guitar book, well, and then there's another book in there called how to learn to speak Russian. And um, because I, I remember about 12 years ago, I, I, I thought, you know, I'd really like to be able to speak Russian and I'd really yeah. like to be able to play the guitar. So I've got a book on how to speak Russian okay. and I got a book on playing the guitar. And I'll just explain. Uh, I'll just explain my, my results with this, with a, it, it, in an analogy, because I remember seeing a bumper sticker one time. And the bumper sticker said, I used to think I wanted a career, but then I realized I just wanted a paycheck. <laughs> yeah.
0: And so,
1: you know, I, I, it's, it, it's, it's, a, it's my funny way of saying, um, you know, I, I, um, I, I've come to realize that there's a lot to learning to do something uh, until you can be something. Uh, and so learning to play the guitar, but the electric guitar, that's from a guy, a guy from Las Vegas, uh, Mike really? Rayburn. Um, okay. Mike, uh, Mike's, guy, he's in the national speakers association and, uh, he was at, uh, Chicago doing, a, 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 um, a presentation for the national speakers association membership. And he asked for a volunteer. So I came up, uh, came up from the audience and, and of I was, I was, his, I was his volunteer and I don't even remember <laughs> what we did. I think I maybe had to sing alongside him or something like that. And, um, and then, um, he, uh, he, you know, he gave me his, his book and his DVD and stuff like that. And then I went and sat down. He said, wait a minute, wait a minute. Come on back up here. So I went back up and he had this guitar uh, in a case. In he pulls it out and he's, he, he autographs it. And, uh, uh, and he gave me that as a, as a uh, uh, you know, I guess the, the guinea pig gift for being the guy that came up on stage with him. Um well, it
0: pays off to go. It's,
1: a, it's a beautiful days. guitar. And it says, uh, you know, keep, keep asking what if uh from Mike rayburn and and his oh. his his gig is what if and you know i i had a conversation with him about that just say my my question is what if it were possible and uh i'm always asking that you know what if it were possible for a coin to be heads and tails well you know what it always is yeah um and i use that that, that uh, coin analogy in particular is the the covid story that on the face of it covid has been misery and suffering in so many ways for so many Mm -hmm. people. But the tail side of that same coin is the relationships that we have created over the last year because of our need as people to be adaptable Mm -hmm. and, and, and people, you know, Bravehearts fans out there, we have done it. Yeah. We've adapted.
0: We, We did that too. We started a podcast in the end of 2019 and You know, by mid-2020, I realized the people that helped produce my show, Monster Sound and Picture, John McClain, um, the whole team, um, Chris Seacott that writes with me. I mean, we were were in it to win it. Yeah. We were so by the skin of our teeth. I was doing crazy financial backflips to make it all work out. And now we're profitable. We have awards. I mean, I cannot. Yeah. I can't be more grateful. We stuck to that. We stuck to it. Yeah. So those are the best relationships I have in my life. Those are my people.
1: Yeah, yeah. You know, yeah. I can't I, wait I to know, meet people
0: like I, that.
1: I, I know John McLean. I've, I've I've met him. Yeah, I mean, he's he's he's, he's 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 a different. He's um McLean. He's not that one. But uh, yes.
0: Yeah. Oh no, he's not the diehard guy. <laughs> <laughs> Everybody says that. Oh, I know. I love the diehard jokes.
1: Yeah. Oh. Uh, but, yeah. I mean, I don't. I don't know if I do a good Alan Rickman or not. You know, McLean. <laughs> uh with, uh experimental weapon with experimental ammunition. Well, let's ex- you know experiment. <laughs> there
0: you go. As good as I think I am in accents, I don't bother with the Scottish because of the wrong
1: Yeah, yeah. Well, you know, it's it's funny because things sound right in my head. I you know, one thing I know when I sing, I sound just like Steve Perry. Oh
0: good yeah, for when you. When I'm yeah. alone
1: when I'm alone in my car.
0: Yeah. <laughs> you know, I know.
1: And I and I think a lot of us have that experience. You know, we sound pretty good. Uh yeah. you know, unless we're, you know, unless we until we have an audience, right?
0: <laughs> I had an audience on New Year's Eve and I was we were doing karaoke and I picked I picked a song that had won the gra- the Grammy of the year for song, you know, album and yeah. and nobody was really familiar with it, but I was kind of reclining on the couch and somebody goes, "Do you have to stand up to sing?" And I was like, so I pulled out this song and nailed it. Everyone went, that's your warm-up song? I'm Um, out. (laughs) So I think you got to, yeah, I think you got to just push the talent where you got it and drive it like you stole
1: it. No, there's, yeah. And, you know, I've got a couple, I've got a couple for karaoke. Uh, uh, We didn't start the fire. That's my, that's my main karaoke song.
0: See, that's great.
1: Uh, That's great. I, I mean, it just, you know, it's like that. And then there's one from R.E.M., I think the end of the world, as we know, that's another one I want to do. For there you karaoke. go. Because they're like, they're so fast. <laughs> that it's like, you know that? How did you do that? You know, Harry, yeah. Ray China, John, Ray South Pacific, Walter, Dr. Joe DiMaggio. And it's like, what if, <laughs> what if you had, what if you had a, like a jeopardy category on, on, we didn't start the fire lines. Oh, well, you could have that. You know?
0: I know yeah. you would win yeah. that category. You're a, is, guy that has a lot of words that need to come out. So I yeah. can see why you could be an on.
1: On what river would you find? Din bin foo falls. <laughs> <laughs>
0: <laughs> eh, rintintin Tin. i don't even know
1: what Rin Tin Tin <laughs> the Rin Tin, yeah, rintintin Tin river that's in arizona i think hey speaking of arizona i got a i, I got a i got a uh, the atlas and gazetteer for arizona and uh i'm looking yeah. at uh, i'm looking at kingman because i know we look we, we were looking at a ranch there at one point it's like that is and i don't know i think it was taken off the market and uh but there's all you know um all of these retreats that we have lined up and this is what, this is what I've got going this year. Okay. So we're going to Machu Picchu in, okay. uh, in March. Um, that's with, uh, with Daniel Gutierrez. Um, I'm going to uh to, to do a, uh, a board training in Cincinnati in February. Okay. Um, and you know, when you're, when you're from North Dakota, uh, if you're going to Cincinnati in February, Cincinnati is a Southern city. Come on. Yeah. And uh, feels, uh, I, they might get snow, but I bet it melts off again, you know? And then, um, uh, and then, uh, you know, we're, we're, do, we're doing the uh, national Bravehearts day with uh, national day radio,
0: right? Uh, national right. day calendar,
1: ra- how do you uh, national day calendar radio, right? Yeah. Yep. Yeah. National yep. day calendar radio on, uh, on April, uh, April 28th, that's a Thursday. And then the following the following uh, week, we're going to be launching the uh, the, the the re-envisioned Bravehearts uh, podcast, Bravehearts Radio podcast, and I'm hardly um, taking
0: a break at all, my friend. That's a uh, lot.
1: You know, that's and then uh, and then uh, several weeks of that. With, with all of those episodes agreeing with each other and being, you know, people that uh, mm. uh, have something in common that, that, that um, they can cross-promote and then follow that up at the end of June with a retreat, a summit, mm. um, hopefully live. But yeah. if not, we've, you know, we've learned how to do some of these things hybrid. And, uh, and then uh, uh, there's, you know, some other family traveling in June, uh, July. It's the Celebration Nation event. Yep. Uh, well, actually, that's at the end of August. Yeah. This is um,
0: it they're announcing. Yep. Yep. Yeah.
1: and a Celebration Nation in Las Vegas, uh, August yep. uh, 30th through September 1st. Is that? Uh, that sounds right. That sounds right. And uh, looking forward to, to, to being there and um, uh, kind of uh, plan, planning, uh, you know, something of a road trip, you know, a couple weeks on the road um yeah, get fine. myself a volkswagen bus or something. maybe not that but um <laughs> but to, you know to get get on the road for a couple of weeks and uh, do that and then the summertime is the time to do that and i i, I think I, I texted my sister about that this morning she's like Ooh, well, cool. well, hopefully you'll be you know covid will be will have passed and i'm like yeah you know whether it does or it doesn't i, I don't think we can quit so
0: yeah.
1: I hey, think road we, tripping
0: is safe. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Just, Good just do, uh, keep, you know, do things smart. Um, you know, we've, we've gone the whole show without a break today. I think that's great. Uh, I get
0: a gold star for that.
1: <laughs> yeah. We're, we're down to about three minutes. I want to give you the last uh, the last word, if you will, Anna.
0: Sure. Well, Brian, I'm, I, I think it all begins and ends with gratitude. You know, I'm grateful for you as a friend and uh, a colleague and, We've talked a lot about um, how having a positive attitude, celebrating every day and having fun um, can actually happen in the middle of all the other things that go with life. Mm-hmm. I don't think uh, anybody would disagree. And so I'm, I'm really grateful to you're my glass half full person in my life. And I hope that I can just dovetail into all that goodness because I'm, I'm very grateful for people like you,
1: Thank you that
0: believe in doing good anywhere, does good everywhere. Yeah. And I'm I'm with you in that. So yeah, I got lots of good plans, but man, I want to hitch a hitch a ride right on your star.
1: <laughs> well, I, I appreciate that. You know the um, the, the mission specialist is uh, is a is a, uh, a moniker I took from uh, the um, uh, the Apollo missions. Um, you know, our, our connection with Bravehearts for kids with the, uh, with the NASA program, the founders, uh, being from Houston. Um, and I realized that, you know, I've been doing this mission specialist. Um, I've been doing that work my whole life. And there, you know, there's a a story from, uh, Victor Frankel's book about man's search for meaning. And I don't have, don't have time for the whole story at this point, but, um, I found that the uh, the purpose of my life is to help other people find the purpose in theirs. And uh, so that's my story. And I'm, I'm sticking with us. Sticking yeah. With, sticking with it. Sticking, with, sticking with
0: us. I'm with you on that. Yeah, I sticking think. Yeah. Yeah, I think I'm
1: Sticking with us. Yeah. Yeah. I'm sticking with us. <laughs> that's right. So um, thanks for joining us this week on Bravehearts Radio. Um, it's, as, as always it, it is a, uh, it, it's a treat to be able to, um, uh, uh, broadcast out to the, uh, to, to the Bravehearts community We we consider anyone with the courage and purpose to be of service to others, uh, a Braveheart. And, uh, and so that's, uh, that's who's on the show. Uh, that's who the show is for, um, it's been, uh, you know, it's been a, it's been a great couple of years doing uh, Bravehearts Radio, and um, uh, one of my favorite people in the whole world, Anna DeVere, here with me today. Uh, you know, as, as we come come down the come down the line, it, it feel like uh, you know Johnny Carson's uh, last week or something like that. You know, so um, what was what was the song Bette Midler sang? You want to give that a couple bars? <laughs> <laughs> fortunately we're down to the last 10 seconds and <laughs> not to put you on the spot for that yeah. hey thanks so much Anna
0: um have a great week and you know many happy trails
1: friend. remember doing good anywhere does good everywhere we'll see you next week
0: Thanks again for joining us this week for Brave Hearts Radio. Be sure to tune in for another edition featuring your host, Brian Reinbold. The show can be heard every Monday at 1 p.m. Pacific Time and 4 p.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Variety Channel. We'll talk again next time.